0: Alright, guys welcome back you are listening to two broads with your two favorite broads jenna and kayla Kayla, welcome back guys this is season three how shocking we know brand new season yeah. turns mm-hmm. out guess guess what we only do four episodes a season apparently accidentally We're going to call it intentional, but welcome back. We are so excited to be talking with you all again. And Kayla, to start us off, apparently has some really juicy stuff she wants to tell us. Um, I have no idea what the hell it is, but I figure we'll let her get that off her chest. And then we will talk a little bit about what we want to do this season and what we're going to do this episode. So, Kayla, you have my attention.
1: Before you guys continue on with the episode, just wanted to make a super quick disclaimer that Jenna and I are still doing remote podcasting because we do not live in the same location. So there are a few audio glitches we were unaware of while recording this. So please bear with us. But I promise the content is too good to pass up. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode. So it's been... um a, a weird last couple of days for me. I haven't told Jenna this stuff because it, it was just perfect that we were podcasting today. Okay. Anyways. So, um, on Friday, so basically today's topic is very relevant for these stories because on Friday, okay. um, you know, I had like a meeting and then I was like, okay, like I told Kaylee like we can go to the pool, so we were gonna go swimming, and I was like, okay, like just get dropped off, and like I'll take us. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is wait, wait, wait. This is in Arizona before you came down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Arizona. Perfect. Um, And. I was like, it's going to be like a good chill day. And even like Keaton was like, I want you to have like a really fun pool day. And I was like, yeah, like I feel great. Sun is shining. Things are going my way for once. Um, And then as we know, and you know, I feel like I've even mentioned this in recent podcasts, things never go my way. So we are about to leave. I get in my car, things are fine. And we're literally like, we had just turned on the light after you exit my apartment complex okay. and my tire popped <gasps> and I literally was so like, I was freaking out and I'm, I didn't cry. I didn't cry. I was close to, but I, I kept my composure and I was like, it's like, it's okay. It's fine. And we start driving. And as so, it was so weird because as soon as Kaylee turned on the radio, uh-huh. because she wanted to play music, and so she turned on the radio and as soon as the music started playing, I like thought I heard something else, but I was like, no, I think it was a radio. And then as I'm driving, it's like literally like my car, like starts shifting, he's like, duh, 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 and I was like, oh, I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And I was like, is it the road? Cause I look at the road in front of me. I was like, okay, it's kind of messed up, but I'm like, I don't know. So then I start braking, and I was like, I looked at my dashboard and I saw mm-hmm. my tire light come on. Okay. And I was like, Oh my God. So then I pull over. There's no, like I'm on the street. So it's like, I couldn't pull over somewhere else. So I'm just on the right lane, like in traffic Yikes! and I put my hazards on and I can't get out of my car because literally I'll get hit by a car. So I tell Kaylee, I'm like, okay, you need to go out and like, see what's mm-hmm. going on. Cause I can't exit the car. And so she goes out and goes to like the front of my side and she's like, Kayla, she's like, it's like your whole tire. And I was like, no. And like,
2: wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Was the tire just gone? Was it? It was just like completely like, popped. Like I literally, I'll see if I have a picture on my phone. It wasn't like I wish it was a flat. Like genuinely, I really wish that it was. But my whole tire just popped, And I think it's just because the street was so hot. Yikes. And like, here, let me show you.
0: You know what's so funny while you're looking for this photo? I literally watched a guy driving a Range Rover, mind you, on my way home the other day. Exact same thing happened, but he was like two cars in front of me and you just start smelling burning rubber. And I look up and there's literally, this man's back tire is just disintegrating <gasps> as he's driving. He has no freaking idea. He's all the way in the left lane. And then he notices, puts his hazards on. And he's like trying to get over three yeah. traffic to pull over. It was the... And poor man has to replace his rims and everything because it was just straight metal on the asphalt the entire time he was trying to get over.
1: Yeah, see, I'm I'm just happy that like I was only two minutes away from the apartment. Yeah. So I was very happy about that because it wasn't that far of a drive. But like, could you I imagine mean, being on the freeway? Like, oh, dude, I God. see. I would have cried right then and there. But this is. Wait. Well, oh, yeah, that she's cool. gone. <laughs> Yeah. The whole thing gone, like the fact, like it literally, I really wish it was a flat. And the thing is, it's like, like my tire light never came on before that point. So it wasn't my tire pressure or anything. Cause I'm, I'm pretty good when it comes to those, because I get really scared of something happening while I'm driving, Mm -hmm. but I don't, and I didn't even run anything over. I even looked at out at the road after I had pulled aside Cause I was like, okay, maybe like there was something sharp that blew my tire. Yeah. But I looked and of course there's nothing on the road. And I literally was panicking and it was like, we were outside for probably a little over an hour. And mind you, it was like 113 degrees on Friday. It was so hot. I was sweating. I was dying. I was like panicking. Cause I was like, like what am i going to do like how am i going to pay for it like where yeah. like where can i get a tire and i had a spare okay and the spare was flat no and i don't i don't know why it was flat i was like it's not like it's ever been used before um so that was a little of an inconvenience um yeah but a good samaritan pulled over and helped Ooh. us and thankfully Keaton had like the rest of the tools that we needed. So he had the jack to elevate the car and the guy knew how to fix a tire and change it. Okay.
0: I'm not trying to derail your story, I promise. But apparently guys, in every car, as long as it's like, hasn't been removed, like if it hasn't had previous owner or something, like every car comes with a jack.
1: Yeah, it has the whole, it has the whole kit. Okay. I course course
0: f- didn't have one. I literally did not know that. Like we were driving up to Colorado and we're pulling out of a gas station and like the tire, like pop started deflating, whatever. And we heard it. Like we had the windows down and we heard just like so, we're like, ah. so we pull over and my dad's like pissed off cause he was following us. And like, he was, of course, Jenna's car has problems. And he's like, where's your Jack? Where's your Jack? I was like, I don't have one. Like, I literally do not have one. What do yeah. you doing, I'm like, what is, who's Jack has a freaking Jack? Jenna, where is your Jack? You've never looked for it. It's like, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. No. So it was like this giant fight, middle of a gas station, middle of nowhere. But now I learned where my Jack is. And that apparently guys, your car has
1: one, as long as someone hasn't freaking taken it out of your car. So yeah, I, I think mine didn't have one. Cause I, sw- I feel like my mom took it out or something. Evelyn. Someone must've taken it out because when I called my mom, when my mom did not answer, I called my stepdad right away, but my mom was sleeping. So she didn't even oh. call me back until literally like two hours later. Cool, cool, um, cool. but she was like, well, you, sh- you should have everything in the back of the car. And I was like, yeah, I should. But I think you took it out because I literally I had one tool, one tool. But it's like it wasn't even needed. So I, I was just happy that Keaton checked his car uh-huh. and had that because the guy who helped us, like he he had other tools with him, but he had no jack and like there would literally be no way for us to change the tire. But we got a new tire. He helped us put it on, and Kaylee's brother even came. We called the cops at first because I was, like I said, I was in traffic and I was oh. like, I'm scared that someone was going to hit me and I was mm-hmm. scared to like move my car. Um, but the cops are useless. So they literally showed up at the scene, like after I had pulled into a neighborhood because mm-hmm. the other guy helped me and they were like, yeah, there's not much we can do for liability reasons, but like, I would recommend contacting your insurance and like getting roadside assistance. And I'm like, thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> Never even thought about that. Wow, this is why we pay you to do your job. I was like, you can't help me. I was like, you don't have any other tools in the back of your car. <laughs> You know, what's so funny is literally there's a light like right by
0: my house here that the left, like the arrow to turn left, you know, Mm -hmm. the yield and whatever in the green just just stops working. Like it's just red. And this happens like once a week. Right. But it's still like the closest light to my house. Like I chance it, I I see if it's going to work or not. Yeah. And I'm sitting behind this car who obviously doesn't know that this light is problematic. And we've been stuck here. Like it's been four times around the intersection and we have not had a turn. It's, It's just sad, but I can't um, like pull over into the other lane just to go straight, like with the green because Mm -hmm. I'm so close to her and someone else is so close to me. So like, I literally couldn't like turn and get out of there. Um, and she's not going. And I was like, what the heck? Like, we're just going to be stuck here. And then out of nowhere, she turns off her blinker. It's like, Oh, she's going to go straight. Use the green. Mm -mm. Nope. Little sis just runs the red. And I was like, Oh, okay. Someone like that is going to cause problems. So yeah. But then getting back to the police are useless. Sorry, police. I'm kind yeah. of not sorry. Um, I tried to call like the traffic bureau and say like, Hey, FYI, this light is problematic. And like, someone's going to hurt somebody. Can you please come like put a sign, like block the lane something. Mm, That's something. You fix it. Just like tell someone I'm calling and I'm calling and it's like, Oh, press one for this press two is on. I'm going through. And there's like four different option screens. Finally, the phone is ringing. I'm like, I'm going to talk to a human. And it goes, our office is closed on the weekends please leave a voicemail or contact your And I was just like, you know what? I'm done. Like this was That's already so taking stupid. too long. I'm trying to be a good human and you're making it too hard. So I gave up. So hopefully nobody dies at that intersection, but like, it's a problem.
1: Yeah. And it's like, especially when it's like the fact that it was closed, it's like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's no one's coming by to fix it. So it's like, would you you think? Traffic problems don't happen on the weekends. Like, right. I'm, it's like, is there a, a shortage house? of cops? It's Saturday. like Saturday. Yeah no one's going to be there. No They're one's just playing it. golf. You know, right. we're whatever. fine. We're fine. We can, we can leave the office for the weekend. No, it's, it's like, you're supposed to call these people for help, mm-hmm. but in reality, it's like, what do they do? And like, I I just was panicking. Cause I didn't know what to do. So I was like, do I call the cops, whatever. So then Kaylee mm-hmm. ended up calling the police for me. Like, well, like when it first happened, cause I was like, Oh my God, I'm literally going to get hit. We're going to die in my car. And like, as soon as I put my, uh, hazards on, like, People, cause then oncoming traffic started to mm. come down the street. And I was like, oh great. And you know, like people are going like 45. Yep. And so, but as a lot of people were able to see me stopped and have my hazards, I were able to go. But then at some point, I was like backing up all the traffic. And I see like four cars behind me, like trying to move lanes. And I felt so bad and I wanted to like get out of my car and be like, like go <laughs> around, go around because how else am I supposed to avoid traffic yeah. and like, uh-huh. you know? Mm-hmm. And so then this lady honked at me as she was switching lanes. And I was like, I have a pop tired. You are like, i am already stressed en- enough. Like you don't have to honk at me. I was like, why is she honking at me? I was like, I understand if I'm just like on the phone, like pulled over, like, ah, you know, like hazard light, you know, it's like, if you looked at my car, you can understand and see that it's lopsided. Like my car is literally tilting to the left because I I lost the whole tire. Yeah. And I was so mad when she honked at me. I was like going off in the car and then I was like, okay, what to do next? But That was fine. I was like near death experience as we have many. Wow. And then I thought it was over. And then Friday I was like, I escaped death. And then death came back. So (laughs) uh, basically last night, Keaton and I went to a like cute little Italian restaurant. We're like, okay, a little date night. Um, We like sat outside and it was like literally just us and like one other couple. Um, And also, may I just add? It was so bizarre, like when we were eating outside, because like you know, it's only one, four of us in total. So like, okay. me and Keaton and then like the other couple. So it's like Ooh. weird that we can kind of like hear everything that they're saying. And this lady Yikes. was like full on like crying, but like I think she was like talking about her life story or something. And I literally was like, like Keaton and I were we Like, tuned them out because we were like talking and hanging out, but it was like at some points, I literally would just hear her go, <laughs> like, just a hyperventilating, crying. And I was like, Oh my god, and it's not like she was being broken up with or anything like that, wasn't oh, it? Okay, but it was just like she was just telling a really deep story and like her life story. And I was like, Um, oh. like, I'm a little uncomfortable right now, like. Like you like are intrigued. Well, yeah. I was like, um, can you not, can you like wait till you guys leave or something? But anyways, besides the point, the vibe was already weird. And then I saw like two old coworkers of mine and I was like literally trying to hide my face with like Keaton's body. Like I was so uncomfortable for a good minute. Cause I, I was like trying to sit a certain way. Like you guys know, like when you see someone that, you know, and like, it's not like you have bad blood with them or anything. It's like, I just don't really want to have a conversation with you right now or say hi. Like, I just want to like live my own life. So mm-hmm. I felt very uncomfortable for a while, but you know, it was like, vibes are high. It was nice weather out. I was like, whatever, it's fine. So we order our food and I get a steak and I like Keaton and I always order ours like typically like medium well, cause I feel like well done. is like just too overcooked. Um, and then it like makes meat tough, whatever, <laughs> you know, how it is irrelevant. So, right. So I get, or kind of relevant, but like not. So I get the food and I'm looking and I'm like, wow, that's like, well, it's, it's well done. And I was like, okay, like, it's fine. They also like cut up our steak for us, which is like kind of weird. I was like, I'm not for, but it was fine. I was like, whatever, it's fine. It's fine. So they like cut it up for us and, um, I like take a bite. I was like, yeah, like, it's all right. Like, it's good. Like, I kind of wish it wasn't like overcooked, whatever. And then I put like a, a, the second piece in my mouth and I'm like chewing it, but it's like, it's like one of those pieces that like, you can't really like chew it down. You can only chew it so much. And then you're gonna have to like swallow it. So I swallow. <laughs> me, the vegetarian listening, literally right, about to yeah. barf. It's fine. Right. Let's keep going. So I swallowed it and I, I, guys, I literally was choking. Like I couldn't yeah. breathe. And I was panicking because I was, I swallowed it and I was like, like it stopped midway. And I was like, like, okay, like maybe if I swallow again. So I did. And I literally was like, oh my God, I'm dying. like I didn't know what to do. I was freaking out. And I just like, looked around. Cause I was like, I was like, Oh my God, like, what do I do? And I didn't want to make a scene. And if you guys remember, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this in a podcast, but remember my calamari moment in San Francisco, when I literally just let myself suffer in silence and I was dying, but then I swallowed my drink and then the calamari went down and I was fine. Like same we thing. I'll remember the story. The same scenario. Yes. Calamari part two, but like with steak. And I literally like I oh, tried wait, gasping pause, for pause, air and pause, I was like, pause, okay, pause. I'm actually like, I'm actually dying.
0: <gasps> wow. Wait a second. I didn't realize how delayed we were until I asked you to stop. But the last thing that I heard is that you're sitting there
1: gasping for air. Oh yeah. Like I, the thing is I'm not even gasping for air. Cause there is no air, like my oh. entire air passage gone like my trachea was like completely like it blocked off all the air. Like I could not breathe. And I was like panicking because I was like, what do I do? I was like, well, this couple's having like a lovely dinner and like she's kind of crying. So I was like, OK, I'm not going to make this worse. I, and Keaton's eating. So he's not even looking at me because I thought I was going to be fine. I was like, OK, I'm not going to like freak out because I'm not trying to create a scene, you know, like that's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like that that's embarrassing. We're not going to do that. So I'm just sitting there and I tried breathing. I literally was like trying to go (gasps) and I realized like there is nothing coming out. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Like today's my last day. I look at Keaton and I literally just start like I'm like stomping my feet on the ground because I still don't want to make a scene, but I'm just like letting him know, like I I can't breathe. So I'm like pointing at my throat. And I I stick my fingers down my throat. Like, literally, just open my mouth and I put my fingers down my throat and I'm grabbing these pieces of steak no. out of the middle of my throat, like, honest to God. And after I did that, I was like, <gasps> <laughs> I'm literally crying. This is the funniest fucking thing. And Keaton looked at me like last second and he was like, Are you okay? Are you okay? And he like pats me on the back and I was like, <gasps> like As soon as I pulled out that last over well done chunk of meat out of my throat and I was like I'm fine I was like I'm okay and I was like starting to tear up I'm so proud of myself though for like kind of keeping it like chill because because I feel like if this was me like a year ago I definitely would have gotten up and like "Ah, I'm dying please help um but I didn't and she's fine we're good but it was just it was hilarious, but at the same time, I was so traumatized that like, I didn't even eat my food and I asked them like for another, another plate. Cause I was so scared to eat it oh my and gosh. like, I was shaking. Like I literally was shaking for probably an extra 20 minutes because I was so shaken up because yeah. I was so scared. And it, it's funny now, now But I, I've never choked where like, I couldn't breathe. Like I've choked before where you're like, oh my God, like I can't breathe, but like, you can still talk and be like, I can't breathe, whatever. Okay. But the fact that no air was coming in or out, like I think I could, I couldn't even like exhale, like nothing was happening. Like I was very close to dying and I got salmon instead. And I told, I felt so bad because I didn't want to tell the girl that like I literally almost choked on the steak because it was so well done. that Like yeah. I couldn't even chew it. And uh, like I Keaton was like, just, just get something else. And I was like, I feel so bad. And he was like, he was like, hi, I'm, I'm sorry, but like the, her steak is a little like too well done. And like, couldn't she change the dish? Like, can she get salmon instead? And she, she looked at me, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like we can remake it for you. And I was like, no, no, I was like, no. I was like I'll just take the salmon. She's like, okay, I'm so sorry. I was like, it's okay. It happens. Like, it's fine. And like my literal chewed up, like throat, steak oh is just God. sitting on my napkin <laughs> and like covered. But wow. yeah, so that's what happened to me on a good Saturday night. So I had stuff happen Friday, stuff happen Saturday, today, nothing yet. Wow. Yet it's only 6.57 PM. So who knows what's waiting for me on the other side? Very true. Can I just say, I almost caffled when you said
0: I'm so glad I handled this better than I would have a year ago because all I heard was that (laughs) in this last year you somewhere in your brain you decided that I would much rather die than make a scene (laughs) and interrupt this couple's evening
1: I would have been so embarrassed
0: but like like talk about like putting your needs like way down and like putting other people above you. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I would have been banging the table, kicking. Also, so pissed off that Keaton was just like, oh, the steak is delicious. And didn't
1: fucking he look literally at you dying. He didn't even look at me. I was so quiet about it because I literally was like, oh my God, it's stuck. And I was like, okay, like, I'll be fine. And then I like swallowed again. I was like, oh my God, I am, I'm, I'm choking. Like, but I am- also-
0: actively choking but also who is just like so entranced in their food that they don't like fucking look up like you're chewing <laughs> still staring at your steak like I'm confused like maybe I just don't eat like a normal human but like I've never been that like invested in my food that like I
1: don't notice yeah like that. you know I I did mention that afterwards I was like I love how you looked at me like as soon the thing is it's funny as soon as you look up it Right. Like as I'm like literally sticking my fingers at my throat, but I like looked at him and I was like, help me, help me. But he does know like the Heimlich and stuff like that. And like, he knows like CPR and all of that because he had to for lifeguarding. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I would have been in good hands, but I didn't want it to get to the point where people inside can look out on the patio. And I'm like getting the Heimlich done. I'm like, that's embarrassing. For me, for you, for everyone, for everyone the couple involved. behind us crying, like yeah. I can't, oh like I, we don't need another crier in the, in the patio. Like I oh. I was like, I need to not, I'm like, I don't want people to look at me. Like I was like, I was already scared enough that I was choking. I was like, oh God, people are going to see me. They're going to look at me. They're going to ask if I'm okay. And that was a lot more than I could deal with. So I, I think choking in silence is always the go-to. Oh my gosh. Well, apparently you've done it twice now. So you know, yeah. maybe, and,
0: you know, maybe just word to the wise, maybe just chew your food like a, a little bit more. Like I know it's the steak's fault, but like, yeah. maybe just don't don't do it. I'm, I I
1: should have told them to cut it in even smaller pieces, honestly. Dude, I was like, it's I so weird that they cut it for you. The thing is I've never like, you know, like sometimes you get like a big spoonful of food and you're yeah. like, wow, like that was like a little much, but like I've never had that happen. Like the calamari one, I think it's because I literally just like calamari, sometimes it's hard to chew. And like, sometimes you just True. gotta swallow the sucker, but <laughs> the steak i did not think that was gonna happen because i i honestly thought i chewed it enough where i was Uh like no this is fine and because it was literally one piece of steak like one cut piece of steak i was like this is this is nothing and i thought i chewed it enough and i didn't and i almost saw jesus so (laughs) yeah rest in peace kayla cause of death steak Steak, yeah, and I, I'm yep. I'm traumatized. I was like, I'm never going back there. I can't. I'm about to be like, I need it rare, so that way they cook it correctly, and I don't Dang. die. And be like, and please cut it in like bigger, or no, not bigger. I'm sorry. They need they need smaller cuts because I apparently couldn't do a regular slice of steak. Oh my gosh! Wow, that's that's absolutely crazy. So if there's a lesson for today, guys, chew your food. always literally sit there i will i always anytime i like when i was younger anytime i would chew food i would always think of cody from sweet life on deck or sweet life is that and cody because he talked about in an episode how he chooses food a certain amount of times to make sure it's like fully chewed down so it's like safe to swallow oh my gosh the level like he literally would chew it yeah. And I'd be like, okay, one, two, three. Obviously that was when I was younger, but clearly, clearly, <laughs> clearly she help. no longer practices that. Right. Okay. But you know, if you guys ever need help, just look up that episode. Um, it's somewhere where, I don't know, but it's somewhere, somewhere. on the
0: internet.
1: Wow. How
0: fitting for today's theme. That's... You're welcome, guys. Absolutely fantastic. So if you haven't guessed it from Kayla's stories and from the backgrounds, um, the theme of today's podcast is a little bit taboo, I guess, Mm -hmm. and not in the way that it's like sexy or fun or anything. Just nobody likes to freaking talk about this. And it's kind of upsetting that people don't because it's a very natural thing that happens. So today's topic... Also, you probably guessed from the freaking tile of this podcast when we're acting like it's a big freaking secret. I um, know. We're like, ooh, ooh, it it's death and dying and yay.
1: all the fun stuff that comes with it. Yay. And it can be exciting sometimes when you talk mm. about it. Don't make it a bad thing. If it, okay. you know, we're not promoting it in any way. No, I'm just no, we're I've, not I've, encouraging
0: that you, um, you make it come faster. But like we I think we all should work on like our relationship with death yeah. and dying like the acceptance because it is of so it. natural. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: It's like it. people are like so scared of it. It's like it's gonna happen one day or another. And it's Absolutely. like I've been grazed by the Grim Reaper himself like multiple times. So I'm like this weekend. Yeah, just this weekend alone. So you know, it's I hope. Th- our podcast kind of, I guess like, I don't know, we, you gotta be, you gotta lighten up about it. It's like, you don't have to talk about death and like make it morbid, but it's like also dark humor. So, you know, we're here to like make light of those situations. And it's like, you know, you heard my stories here. I am. We're laughing about it. We love it. We're gonna answer some questions about death. Is that right, Jenna? Absolutely. So Kayla actually doesn't know this,
0: but I want to give a little bit of background as to why I think this game we're about to play is so important. Um and I literally didn't know this game existed until like 2 days ago and Kayla and I were trying to figure out what to do in this episode. Um but I actually recently lost someone in my life, a close family family member. Um and you know, it's it's something that wasn't like completely out of the blue like we you know there's a lot of medical history surrounding it. Um but you know, because talking about death and dying isn't something you do, especially when someone isn't, you know, close to retirement age or just, you know, close, uh, bl- older in age, I guess. Um, it's not something that you talk about. Like you don't sit around at dinner table talking like, Oh, for my funeral, can you make sure not to <laughs> put red roses? I don't like those. Like nobody yeah. talks about that. Like what you would want done when you die. It's just not something that comes up a lot. Um, and so with a specific family member, like we just hadn't had those conversations. So there's a lot of, you know, like internal family turmoil about, you know, how do we honor this family member in a way that they would have liked. And we're all just kind of making our best guesses. And it was a lovely service. Don't get me wrong. I think we did phenomenal as a collective team, but I do think you can do something to just make it a lot easy on your friends and family. But just by having these conversations, like even if it's in a joking, like, Hey, please don't wear orange to my funeral. Like You gotta give them some kind of boundaries or people just don't know. And like Kayla literally almost died twice this weekend. Like you just never know when it's going to happen. And I think it's so much better for yourself and for other people to have those conversations and be prepared. So That being said, this game um, is actually a physical game that you can go and buy. Um, I'm cheap, so I didn't do that. And I'm just looking up the cards literally online in real time. But the game is called The Death Deck. And its whole point really is just to talk about death and dying and share stories and beliefs um, about, you know, different aspects of death and dying. So I'm going to look up some questions and I'm going to ask Kayla and kind of see where she's at. So hopefully if Kayla or I just randomly
1: kick the bucket, at least we can reflect (laughs) back on this podcast and go, oh, okay, got it, noted, Kayla. We will- Right, like, oh my gosh, yeah, they talked about that on their podcast, Too Broad. So you guys should check it out and listen to that. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Kayla,
0: question one. If a drug were created to provide immortality Would you take it? There's some Uh, options I can read you or you can just give me your straight answer. uh, What are the options? What are the options? The options are totally who doesn't want to live forever? Nope. One lifetime is plenty. Or C, maybe if I could lock in my hottest age.
1: Okay, yeah. I kind of agree with that last one. (laughs) But I also like, honestly, like anytime people are like, like, oh, like I want to live forever. Like, I don't necessarily think I'd want to because it's like, unless after I hit a certain age, I was able to literally fund my life forever and ever and ever. Mm. Um, Then like, cool, but, it's expensive. Yeah, I was like, it's expensive. And I was like, I feel like it could get, I don't know. It's like, not that a like you'd be at an age where you're like, yeah, I'm over it like if I, if my health was like going down and I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I looked very old and all that stuff. And it's like, I don't understand what like the point would be if I couldn't do much, but like, I don't know. I feel like it really depends, but I don't know. I don't think I would because the concept of forever sounds too long. It's and it's long like, time. maybe if I could, yeah. Like what if it's like, okay, I wish everyone honestly lived to maybe like 200 years old, because I feel like that would be kind of cool because a lot of things would be different in that amount of time. I feel like, wow, that's kind of dope. But like, uh, I don't I might have to pass. You're going to
0: pass. I think I agree with the last one only because like Edward Cullen vibes. And like, if it's a, a oh, drug, right. <laughs> it's it's a drug. Like people could just go and like, opt into this, like, I'm not going to be the only one. And I think that would be like one of my only hesitations is like, I don't want to like be the only human alive. That's just like living forever, watching humans destroy the planet, watching everything suck. But if there was like a collective group of us that was like going through this, like, okay, literally friends forever. Um, but I I agree with like, I would want to make sure that like my, my hottest age is really just like my, healthiest age like if that's yeah, like am like something i but i can't walk not worth it
1: yeah, like, yeah. right yeah quality of life absolutely like, i want For the sure. best quality of life possible and then maybe hit immortality but like i feel like i don't know i feel like ugh, it's it's just too much like like yeah. i said maybe a couple hundred years and then i'd be like okay cool i literally could do everything possible but I just feel like I don't know. I feel like the concept of immortality is like it's it's overrated it, there's mm. I feel like you're gonna get tired of it quickly. there's no problem, Boy. and like you said, if like what if you literally were like one of the last people on earth what would what would you what would be your your exit strategy like I Dude. would not after that point, I'd be like, no, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done.
0: Yeah. It's like, you literally don't have an act ex- like an exit strategy at that point. Like not to be super morbid, mm-hmm. but like, you know, like we are mortal things do happen. Like eventually like whatever, but yeah, mm-hmm. you literally wouldn't have an out. That's I didn't think about that. I don't know. Okay. You ready for another question? Yes. I feel like this is like Miss America here. Okay. <laughs> if given the choice to watch how others grieve at your funeral, would you?
2: to watch
0: yeah
1: i think so i think anyone would want to see like who i mean maybe unless you like didn't really have anybody but i think i would want to see i kind of would want to see like just who shows up and like i would want to watch it just to see what people also say because like not that they would lie about me, but I just wonder if like some people would be like, she was very kind and be like, OK, clearly you don't know me. Why are you here? Like that? Mm. I, I, that's why I would want to watch it. But or see like the, the speeches, the people who give the what is it? Not the monologue. What is it called? I, but wait, the eulogy, what? the eulogy. There you go. I was close.
0: I, I don't know if I would want to go like, yes, for all the reasons you just said, but also no, for those exact same reasons, like, yes, I want to see who shows up, but if people who I absolutely think would show up, don't
1: like, ouch. Yeah. I'd be a little bit hurt. Exactly.
0: And then like, yes, I want to hear what they say, but like, Also, like if it is just all like super generic, like what you said, like she was kind, she was so funny. And there's like no actual like sincerity or like no like great stories they bring up or anything like that. I'd be like, damn, like that's that's the best you can do. Like, I know you you miss me, but shit, that's the ouch. And and I don't know. And I think that like that would that would be hard. And so like, I think I would want to go, but I also think like the second it's not going in a way that's serving me well, I'm out.
1: Like I need right, to be I'm able like, to, okay, to leave don't watch halfway it through. Exactly. Right, get up from my seat. I'm like, all right, turn off the exactly. TVs. Don't want to see this. Mute the Literally. audio.
0: Literally. Okay. That's another thing that I thought of only because I was recently at a service. Um, But like they use pictures of you and like, I don't have control over what pictures
1: those are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. I also don't really have that many photos. So I, I don't even, oh my God. If they put any side profile pics, you're gone. You're gone. You I'm adding guys? your name to the the death note. And i am like, they're next. <laughs> Literally. You're done. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying too. Like if like my mother doesn't have like recent pictures of me, like she's going to pull the old ones from like four years ago from her Facebook. Like that's not Ooh. like, not the vibe. No. So, right. Yeah. So something to think about, guys. Send people pictures of yourself or take more because funeral okay. approved pictures. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'll, I'll print out a bunch of funeral approved pictures by me. <laughs> it's like a, an album in your phone. Okay. Next question. I like these questions. I think they're like actually like pretty insightful. Yeah. Um, this one says, after I kick the bucket, announce my death on social media. One, pretty quickly. I want everyone to know as soon as possible two: never. Please don't tweet my demise and see, whenever I don't really care, I'm dead.
2: Ew.
1: I've never know. actually
0: thought about this before.
1: Yeah. OK. I if you're going to post that I died please do not give me a whole paragraph because I'm dead and I cannot read it. So no one cares. Like just say she's dead, rip. And then my my death date, like, I don't know. Or just like post, I don't know. Like literally post my grave. Like, I don't know. Like you could do whatever you want because I'm mm-hmm. dead. But I always thought it was so cheesy and corny of people. Even like when people are like, they post and they're like, happy birthday to so-and-so who's a three-year-old that doesn't have an Instagram. Like, mm. I I don't know why it matters unless it's like specifically like a story where it's just your family seeing it or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that. It's like, also like you can post whatever you want. Like, I don't really care. Like, it doesn't like, I, I miss when Instagram was just like, here's a toast that I made this morning. And it was like, yeah. that. like I I feel like if you're going to post it, like just you can honestly just post pictures of us together or me and you could be like, I miss you or like Mm -hmm. I miss this memory of us or I wish we could recreate more." like something that's sweet. But I really would appreciate not having a whole caption dedicated to me because I can't read it and I don't I feel like when people read it, it's like. I don't know. I guess it's like touching sometimes, unless you're going to be like a lot of you don't know this about her, but like, you know, something showing like the kind of person I was or Mm -hmm. whatever, like something that would actually mean something, whether it was like my accomplishments or you don't know this, but she started this or whatever, Mm -hmm. something you guys can learn from her, like something that's inspirational and has an effect on people. But if you're just going to like talk about like why you, miss me and that I'm like dead. And it's like specifically a letter to me. I feel like you should just like write it down and like send it off or something.
0: Gotcha. You know, I, I agree. I think that like, I have a different answer, but it's for your same reasons. Again, I completely agree. I think anytime that I see someone like posting about like their like a loss of a loved one or something. And one, like you have full permission to grieve however you need to. Like if that's publicly on social media, I have no right to tell you not to. Um, But like on the, being on the other side of that, like it's really hard to know, like as someone who, like for example, if Kayla posted a family member of hers who passed away with a big long paragraph, I don't know who that is. Like I, like I'm sorry for Kayla, but it's about Kayla at that point. It's not about like the person who actually passed Mm -hmm. over. Um, so because of that, like, I don't like those kind of posts. I feel like if I'm dead, like, yes, let people know because like that would be helpful, but like not people who don't know me. So like, if you want to get on my Instagram account and just post something and write like a paragraph, don't write to me. Because again, like Kayla said, I can't see it, but write if you want to write to the people who knew me and just say like, yeah, hi, mm-hmm. everyone, so sorry to inform you on this day and mm-hmm. this time, Jenna, tragically, whatever. Absolutely. Do, mm-hmm. do like the announcement post, but, and, and then, yeah, if you want to do like, a, I miss you, right? That's totally fine. But like Kayla said, I don't think that like, you know, the the world needs to be your like, place to do that and to, to talk to me because I can't see it. Like, I don't, it's not mm-hmm. for me at that point. Like, I don't, I don't know. And I'm not trying to, again, I'm not trying to like judge anyone who's done this. It's just not my personal taste to do that because I feel like yeah, those this feelings are very our... private. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, cause like the other side of me is like, I honestly would rather not be posted at all because sometimes I'm always conflicted of like just literally ghosting the internet and not ever posting anymore. And then the other part of me is like, I wouldn't really mind that much, like staying on social media and posting more often, or just like being a casual viewer of the Mm -hmm. stories. But, um, and it's like, I know, like, especially like if anything, like it would be super close family members and friends, like posting about me, which again, agreeing with you too it's like just to let people know that like yeah. this person who i loved very much in my life is gone and like i want people to know if they knew her or him that they are gone um or just being like i this is this is this incredible person i know she's gone but i'm i'm going to tell you why she was so important for my life mm-hmm. whatever it is so it's like i feel like there's like an endearing way to do it but Especially when it's like pe like um like people to people that you know don't know them. and it's like a whole caption that like really yeah. doesn't have anything to do with anybody but you to that person or like people who really only knew them. I feel like it's also as a viewer, it's like kind of uncomfortable sometimes mm-hmm. and and like you said too, like there's no, like you can grieve whatever way you want. Like if that helps posting that and that's your way of kind of writing a letter and sending it off, totally do it. But like for me, I like, I feel like I wouldn't want someone to do that because yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it, it's like kind of weird. And I, I personally never know like how to deal with those kind of things. Like if i like, I'm super sympathetic and I'm like, empathetic at the same time because it's like I know how it is. I've gone through that, mm-hmm. but I'm also like awkward with it because I also wouldn't want to post that and get a bunch of I'm so sorry for your loss or whatever. It's like yeah. Ugh. I don't I don't know what's the what the point is. So. No, I I
0: completely agree and I think that like exactly what you said like I don't want like my death to become something that gives people awkward feelings. So like, yeah. if, if, you know, like if you are posting me and like talking to me through the captions, like there might be other ways to do that. Just just saying not going to judge you if you do it. I'm not going to come and like pull your toes and you're sleeping if you do it. But like, just know that like personally, can you at least make the picture good? Like if you're going to do that, like you got to help me right. out somewhere. Like
1: again, no know. side profiles. No, you will be gone. No. No. no, no. All right. This one is actually
0: Again, never thought about this. It says while you're on vacation, someone close to you dies. You A want to know immediately. B, would rather not know until you get back. Or C, whatever the people back home decide. So that's to tell me right away or to wait is fine with me. Don't, I don't care. Like about the timing.
2: Hmm. So it's someone close, like it said someone mm-hmm. close, right? Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I think it's all, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's definitely up to the family, but if it's someone that's like super close to me, whether it's family or friend, I would be more upset if they didn't tell me as soon as possible. Like I understand mm-hmm. like sometimes they're like, we needed the time before we let anyone know. Yeah. I understand that if it's like, just telling the world that this person is gone and, you know, having, you know, cause I, I feel like I've seen that like on, on Facebook, if mm-hmm. someone had someone pass away and they're like, um, like it's, it's been a hard time for us, but just want to let everyone know that so-and-so unfortunately passed away about a week ago. And we decided it was time to tell everyone, because if the person is close to you, you will know. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's honestly how it should be. Because if let's say like, like if Kaylee passed away or something and her family didn't tell me until a week later, one, I probably would know already. Cause like, okay, why is this girl not responding to me? Yeah. Um, but if they decided to tell me like a week later, I think I'd be more pissed off because I'd rather know right then and there than thinking throughout the week that like, she's alive or, mm-hmm. Oh, well I'll see her next week or like something like that. Yeah. Um, and so I, I like, I understand the last option, but I feel like that's more for the, the public eye and everyone else who is more just acquaintances. But even if I was on vacation, like I wouldn't care. Like, uh, you know, either way I'm I'm going to be upset. It's like, yeah, you want to also come back from vacation feeling like, uh, like re- what is the word rejuvenized? Is that the mm-hmm. word? Yeah, rejuvenize and like relax. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm feeling. I, I don't know English, so I'm like, like is <laughs> okay. that the word? No, it's um, not, but it's all right. Re, what is it? Re, what is it? It's like, like rejuvenated or revitalized. Rejuvenated. You just re- revitalized. Them, so I was gonna let you have it. Uh, rejuvenize. Okay, rejuvenize. That's a that's coined by two broads. It's official, but it's there. Um. Yeah. Right. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> just say refreshed and move on refreshed okay refreshed feeling refreshed um and it's like either way I feel like if they're more concerned about your vacation I feel like either way it's gonna get ruined rather after you've had that whole relaxing time or in the middle of your relaxing time and I don't know I I feel like the vacation at home at work it's like just just tell me right Mm -hmm. away Unless you yeah. literally cannot reach me and I'm like on a flight and I have no Wi-Fi, no cell service. Uh, like, I feel like that would be the only exception for me personally. No, for sure.
0: And I, I think I like I completely agree. Like, I want to know. Like, I don't care what yeah. time of day it is. I don't care if I'm halfway across the world. Like, you motherfuckers let me know because... Yeah. Like, absolutely. Like you said, like, I'm not, I don't want to go multiple days, just like carrying on having a happy time when like mm-hmm. the people, and obviously this is someone I'm close to more than likely I'm close to people they're close to. So like, I don't want to be just like gallivanting in the Caribbean, posting pictures to my Instagram when everyone and their mother's having yeah, like, right. a hard time. You know, I agree. Like I want to know as soon as possible um and i i think too like this came up one time i was talking with a friend and they said that like they went on a cruise like their family went on a cruise mm-hmm. and the person who was watching their dog clearly different i understand humans and animals not the same but the person who's watching their dog like their dog died well this person was watching it like not because of harm or whatever just
1: yeah yeah an old dog it just passed away
0: yeah just passed away um but they didn't like reach out to the family and be like hey your, your dog died. They're like, we'll just wait to tell them when they come back. We don't want to ruin their family vacation. And she was like, it pissed me off. Like, absolutely Mm -hmm. not. Like I understand you're trying to be helpful, but you're not actually being helpful. Like, no, Mm -hmm. don't, don't Mm -hmm. do that. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm hardcore. Like you tell me now, like, even if I'm in the middle of the ocean on a cruise, like you find a way if it's someone who's that close to me, like, no, I'm not, don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm that one I have very strong feelings about.
2: <gasps> oh, okay. This is going to be the last one because I
0: think you're going to like it. Okay. Okay. Question about death that Kill is going to like. That doesn't make her sound great, but I honestly think she's going to find it interesting. Yay. Okay. It's like an open prompt. So there's no options with this one. It says it's common to see deceased family members or friends in dreams or hallucinations. When you're on the brink of death, so it's like you're about to die, you start seeing other friends or family who have already passed. Who would you want as your like official greeter? And we're going to make it a little bit funny. I'm going to open it up as well to uh, dead celebrities, just in case you want an, an, an out to this very touching okay. question.
1: Ooh. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Because I, I feel like it it would depend on, like, obviously when I died. Because, I mean, yeah. I have other people who will die at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's kind of hard. Especially because, like, for me, like, I've had so much death in my family. Yeah. Like, a ton. So, especially, like, ones that, like, were super close to me. So, I don't know. That's kind of hard to pinpoint. Sorry, the dogs were barking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shut up. No, I... I get it. I think for me, it, I completely agree with what you said, like, it depends on when I die, because like, if I, you know, if my husband dies before me, like, obviously it's my husband. If, you know, I have kids that pass before me, obviously my kid, like, you know, that's, it's very clear or my parents or whatever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. right now, like I don't have a ton of people in my life who've passed and that's why it's hard for me to answer the question. Um, because all the people who have passed, like I haven't been like extremely close with, you know? I obviously be nice to like, yeah. have, like my grandpa there. Like that'd be cute, you know? But it's not mm-hmm. like, oh, like I've had like this childhood friend. Like I haven't had like a, you know, sibling or parent pass or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So like, that's why it's harder for me to answer. But I just like to say, I like the idea of it. Like I like the idea that like, I'm about to die. I see a friendly face, and they're like, "Dude, chill. Like it's fine." Yeah, like like you're good. Thanks. Come on down. Exactly. Like even if it is like again to make this like a little bit more lighthearted, like a celebrity. Like if Betty White's like, "Come on, sweetie," I'd be like, "All right." I'm like, "I got it." Betty, (laughs) follow you, Betty. Where's the party? (laughs) Um. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I like the question. I think that it's like a a good theory omen. I don't know. Cause I have heard that. Like at least in movies and stuff, people being yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, I, I see so and so. Like my time is close. I'm like I hope that's the case because like that is just like a lot more comforting.
1: I feel like there is um like a true element for that. Like especially I don't know because I I feel like that's it's like the same thing when people are like oh I, I saw a bright light or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do feel like you see like some sort of opening for you to like, let go because people are also like, you can like, especially when people are close to death, I feel like it's always them being like, I either could have kept fighting or I I was basically welcome to end it right then and there yeah. and stop. But I, I decided my time, that wasn't my time yet because I had this and that, whatever. And I feel like it's, it's always there. Like that light is always there. Those people are always there kind of like waiting for you in like a non eerie kind of way. But yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. It's like, it's like when you walk into a restaurant, you have like the greet, the greeter and the hostess and all those people. It's like, yeah, I feel like it's the exact same way. So, you know, even, even, I wonder if like, if you really had like nobody, like, that you knew, I feel like it would still be f- people in your family that had passed, but you never met before, but you can feel that like mm-hmm. familiarity with them and that kind of bond just be like, you are my family, mm-hmm. even though we never knew of each other because like, yeah, like I feel like, I feel like that would happen. Cause especially like my little sister, like she was three. It's like, mm-hmm. who, who would, who would have greeted her? Cause That she didn't there was nobody at that time yeah so like I'm assuming that there would have there would be someone that was like down the line that had passed that had that was like a good person and you you just feel like comfortable like Betty White like if you know like if Betty White was in my family and I was like super young and I was like um I'm I'm the first and it's like Betty was like come on sweetheart I'm like okay like I feel good I feel comfortable Like you seem nice, kind. Yes, Yes, absolutely. I I feel like that's probably how it would be a hundred percent. And for sure. That's a confirmed theory. Good. Thank you. Like it. Love it. Great. Awesome TED Talk. Glad I subscribed.
0: So guys, all that to say, you know, I think especially those in like the Gen Z era, or even if you're like millennial cusp of Gen Z, like I think we all kind of talk about like, yeah, okay. Like it is what it yeah. is. Like we we all just kind of have this, it like like this eerie, like we don't care about anything. And I think a lot of that is because the world is in such a crazy place right now, like pandemic, maybe a yeah. recession global warming all of the other mm-hmm. problems that we have in the world that like we just see the shortages so much, exactly like we just see so much like death and turmoil and just like yeah sadness all the time like we have to make a joke of it um don't know if that's super healthy but like glad that like maybe we think about it more than some other people do hey, yeah um
1: I was gonna I was gonna say maybe it's like not so great that it's it's like just a casual moment yeah. in everyday life. But like, I th- I think the events that happen now are a, a lot different than back then also because it keeps happening back to back. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like we have not had a break in nope. even the last few years. I feel like it's been really tough. So especially us rising children up I into know. adulthood, it's like, we kind of don't really have a choice to, mm-hmm. you know, get that first experience with all that stuff because we've been experiencing it our, our whole lives yeah so it's uh, like my mine, mine as well just keep it lighthearted and kind of just accept that like this is the state of the world or like even with death like it's gonna happen at one point or another and it's inevitable like you you can't prevent it like what do you what are yeah. you gonna do Take the for drug sure. of immortality that doesn't exist. Um, no. no,
0: for sure. And and that's why like, I do really like the timing of this podcast, like with stuff in our personal lives, with stuff, you know, in mm-hmm. the world as they are today. Like, I really do hope like us talking about this, for those of you who are listening, like I'm sure we, at least if we haven't experienced ourselves, we know someone who's had to deal with loss in the past mm-hmm. two year, two years. Um, So hopefully this, you know, just does bring a little bit of sense of comfort. just loves you to talk about it or think about it in a way that isn't super daunting or super unhealthy. Um, So that being said, I think we're going to draw a little bit closer to the close of this and end on a more fun note, because we're not going to leave you in your feels when you're driving your car or cleaning your bathroom or whatever you're doing. We care about you too much. Um, So we are going to play, not really a game. I don't know what you would call this, Like a, well, it's kind of like a,
1: like just choose your own, make your own decision. Like (laughs) what is, what is, I don't even know how to explain it. We, we did
0: one of these for, um, Halloween. Halloween. uh, Yeah. What is,
1: what is this thing? Choose your own adventure. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's, I don't know if it's like an official thing. I guess it's just like a concept. Just it's almost like if you're free roaming in a game and like, Uh. there's no, you know, like you have the decisions, you don't have to do something specific for the game. Like you don't have to like, like, okay, you have to go left. And then the next one you have to go, right. It's like, you can do either or butterfly effect. How are you going to end up? So that's pretty much the gist of it. Like we said, we did this for Halloween where we, saw if we could survive a horror movie and the answer was no because we redid it three times I'm pretty sure oh yeah um yeah so this one I have one pulled up I don't know if you had one pulled up but I do not have one pulled up okay so this one this one might only take a few minutes um but basically since we're talking about this tragic death no I'm just kidding um basically we're gonna see if we can like or like have higher chances of survival. Um, And like, you know, end of the world, it's going to be a zombie apocalypse as normal. Um, So basically choose your own adventure. Can you survive a zombie apocalypse? So since you guys are listening, definitely check this out. Um, It is by, it's on Wattpad and it's by the reader... Mm, Yeah. I literally don't know the name. Can't say it, but it's M-A-N-T-H-E-I-I. And it's literally just called Zombie Apocalypse. Choose your own adventure. So if you guys want to check that out, just go on Wattpad. It's free. This is non-spons. We just used them the last time. Um, So thank you. All right. Let's start reading. Wait, 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 wait. Before we start the story, I need to get
0: water. So guys, um, we're back after that short intermission and I'm going to turn it over to Kayla, who's going to be our MC for this super fun let's see if we're going to die activity. And Kayla, take it away.
1: All right. So like I said, zombie apocalypse, you guys already know. Um, I'm also like a big fan of World War Z with Brad Pitt. I've watched that movie like probably three or four times. Um, so basically the story, this is the intro, it says, make choices that lead you to your ultimate fate in a zombie apocalypse situation. Will you be bitten, scratched, murdered? Will you lie, steal, murder, or abandon the ones you love? All choices ultimately lead to your fate. Will you live or die?
0: Literally think we're going to die probably a couple times, but let's go.
1: Yeah. I literally have zero hopes for us. Um, But okay. Part one, you're sitting in your fifth grade. Wait, let me, let me get, you are sitting in your fifth grade class. Also we're fifth graders. It's we're not in our twenties. Not at all. We're like 11. I love that. I love that. We're literally 10 or 11 years old. Okay. Got it. I wonder if that's going to help us. And like, maybe we think like a child and like not adults. Okay. You are sitting in your fifth grade class bored as ever. You're looking out the window when you hear your teacher begin to cough. (laughs) You look at the front of the classroom and see your teacher looking very ill. Okay. I hate that it's the teacher because I probably would have just started crying. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) For sure. Would have started crying. (laughs) She's coughing into a tissue and blood is coming out. She's very sweaty and looks extremely pale. Suddenly, she collapses onto the ground. What do you do? Okay, we have two options, guys. One, we help our teacher, like little good fifth graders that we are. Or two, we stay sitting in our desk because we're fifth graders, so... I feel like... I would just sit in my desk because I feel like if we get up, we are literally going to die.
0: I think in the context of like, we know this is a story. We know we have options. I definitely think sitting in the desk is the better way to play the game. I also think realistically, if this was me, I would be way too freaking confused or terrified to try to get up and literally help this grown adult. Like I'm
1: I'm not trying to play EMT
0: at 10 years old.
1: No. And also on top of that, like if that happened to me, like right before my eyes and I'm like sitting like middle row or something, I would just be so concerned that I would probably just sit there and like stare or be like, are you okay? You know, or like, do I like, do I need to go get somebody or, you know, I wouldn't go up there and help her and be like, here, let me grab your bloody tissues and put it in the trash. You go sit down. You, you hang out for a bit. No.
0: Also thinking about it just now, like actually picturing my female fifth grade teacher going through this, like <laughs> like sitting back in my actual fifth grade classroom, like not the fake one for the story, my actual fifth grade classroom. I literally think I would have just like ran out the door and like talk to somebody else. Like I would not want, I don't know. I would have panicked. So I think, uh, for this, for this option, I think let's definitely stay seated and not
1: fucking do anything. Okay, so now we go to part two and we stay sitting in the desk. You decided that someone else will help your teacher. You stay seated near your desk because you don't want to catch any sickness that your teacher may have. Another student in the classroom walks up to her and he leans in to look at her face. Your teacher leaps up and grabs the student. He begins to scream as your teacher bites onto his flesh. Other students begin to scream and run towards the door. Your teacher's running around, biting students here and there. I'm sorry. You jump out of your desk and run towards the door. There are so many students blocking the way, you can't escape. I'm sorry, okay, we're dead. You see your teacher approaching you. She runs and grabs you and sinks her teeth into your skin. Bites into your flesh, you scream, and then blackness overtakes you. You died. Go back to part one to restart. And I thought that was the logical move.
0: You're telling me that by sitting down, we literally died. I'm sorry. I call BS. If I'm sitting down and like, okay, maybe, I guess in my head, I'm picturing like the door behind the chairs. I guess if the door is like, and like behind this like zombie teacher then like, yeah, yeah, we probably stood a better chance if we would have gotten up because we would have been closer to the door. But I didn't have the classroom layout. So I, I think we deserve a redo.
1: The thing is, it's like, when I say ste- stay steep, <laughs> when I stay seated in the desk, I'm thinking like, like, I'm just gonna sit down and like help her from afar possibly. But like, why would I go up to help her if she's literally coughing up blood? that's okay. Okay. We're going to, you know, help our teacher. Let's see. Let's go to part three. Oh God. I'm a little upset that we. Me too. That's some BS. That was, yeah, that was a little unfortunate. I'm, I'm kind of pressed, but it's fine. Okay, so let's pretend that didn't happen. Yay, you decide to be a good person and see if your teacher is okay. Your mother taught you to always be kind. You get out of your desk and walk slowly up to your teacher. You look at her and notice that she's shaking and frothing at the mouth. You yell to another student, call the nurse. The student runs out of the room to get help. You slowly inch closer to your teacher and place a hand on her shoulder. Suddenly, your teacher leaps up and growls at you. I'm sorry. She she growls? She is covered in blood, and her eyes are pure white. You scream and take a step back. Your teacher lunges for you, but before she can sink her teeth into your skin, a shot goes off. Your teacher collapses onto the ground and doesn't move anymore. Also, that's like traumatizing for a fifth grader.
0: What? I just... Okay, if the story is going the way I think it's going, I absolutely think we got gypped the first time around because a shot goes off. Like, who is this mystery stranger that's like, and why weren't they there the first time? But I digress.
1: Continue. Yeah, like, why didn't it come sooner? I guess maybe they might've came after we were already dead. Um, you look back and see a strange man with a gun. There are no other students in the room. You are alone with this man. He holds out his hand and says, Let's go. What are you going to do? A, go with the man or B, stay back. The fifth grader in me says stranger danger, but like he also has a gun and can like kill the zombies. So I think out of pure
0: like intimidation, slash like Jenna is a very easily manipulated child. If there's a person with a gun, I'm, yeah whatever you say, you want to go to Taco Bell, you want to go down the hallway, you want me to get near, you got a gun, dude. Like, okay, yeah, let's go. What what am I going to do? Tell him no while he's pointing the gun at me. Like, I don't know what to do. So by default, I'm going. Yeah, I would, yeah.
1: Like, especially like seeing that, I also would like, also me being a fifth grader, I would probably be like, oh, that person is older, like my parents. I'm going to trust this adult, mm-hmm. which I feel like you could do when we were actually fifth graders. Back in the day, kind of. Okay. Go to part four. I'm going to be pissed off if this doesn't go the way. Okay. All right. You take the man's hand and run with him. He leads you out of the building. You open the school doors and he takes you over to an RV There is an elderly elderly woman Standing next to the RV You recognize this woman She's your next door neighbor Mrs. Beverly You run up to Mrs. Beverly And ask if she's seen your parents Mrs. Beverly sadly tells you That she saw them being eaten By the creatures (laughs) You begin to cry But decide to be brave I'm sorry this is not funny by any means Mrs. Beverly introduces you to her son Mark. You thank Mark for saving you. And he smiles. She tells you to get into the RV and she will take care of you. You get into the RV, drive down the road for a while. And then Mark stops outside of a strip mall and tells you and Mrs. Beverly to gather supplies. You see a gun star. Gun star? Yeah, that's what I meant to say. A gun store and a grocery store right next to each other. Which one do you go into? So we have a gun store or B grocery store. I think. Okay.
0: Again, just going to criticize the writer here. Sorry. Um, you're sending an old lady and a fifth grader to get the supplies. Like, is this guy with the gun not coming with us? Because I have some concerns about that personally. Um, Also, if I'm a fifth grader, like I'm just going to do whatever the fuck the adult picks. Like if they pick the grocery store, guess we're going to the grocery store. If they pick the gun store, guess we're going to the gun store. So the writing, not a fan. I think survival wise, the gun store, because if we walk into the grocery store unarmed, like we're just going to get snacked on.
1: Yeah. And I feel like the zombies would be at the grocery store. You know, like, I feel like also the the clerks, the shoppers that were there, I feel like they would have already been turned. So we're going to say the gun store. And if mm, mm, hope we don't die, you decide that firepower part. I can't talk, guys, please bear with me. You decide that firepower is more important than food. You tell Mrs. Beverly to go with you into the... Okay, again, fifth grader calling the shots. She's coming with me, not the other way around. Uh, You both run into the gun store where it is packed with people. They're stealing things and guns are everywhere. You have no idea which ones you need, but you know your dad had a big gun that he used for hunting. You and Mrs. Beverly head to the section with the big guns. A woman is standing there fighting with another woman over a gun. You quickly speed around them to grab it, but a bullet fires out of the woman's gun. The woman jerks back and the bullet goes flying directly into your brain. You are killed instantly.
2: What the actual F?
0: I, I don't. We're not cut out for this. And guys, moral of the story, uh, zombie apocalypse, you already know how Kayla and I would like to be treated as dead people. Um, We're obviously not cut out for this life.
1: Mm -mm. Yeah. Um, The fact that it's, we're going to have to restart it again. We'll go, obviously go back to the last one and choose the grocery store. I was thinking about the grocery store because I'm like, okay, food. But like, I figured that everyone would have been at the grocery store. Yeah. But the thing is, We should have probably thought about the gun store that everyone and their mom probably wanted to go to the gun store and that people fighting over guns is like not a not really a good thing. I think I'd rather fight over a loaf of bread at the grocery store, you know. So we're gonna go back. But clearly, if we were actually there, you could see the people fighting over the guns. So, you know, I, I feel like we shouldn't be totally pulled away. As survivors, like I think we have potential. But yeah. So we're we're gonna we're gonna go to the grocery store. Yeah. While Kayla's
0: putting us in the grocery store, again, would just like to say, I think this is not our fault. I think the writing has some holes in it. Um, because you guys can hear our reasoning. Like we're talking it through, we're making educated decisions, A reminder that we're only in the fifth grade. So obviously we're not that smart. So we get more chances. Yeah. It's okay.
1: Right. It's, it's little think we, we don't really, we can't act like adults. Like, I'm like I said, we're like 11 years old or something. And like, I'm thinking like me being a fifth grader, I literally knew nothing. So I, I don't even know why I have the power to make decisions like this. Um, so if we die, it's not my fault. Okay. We're in the grocery store. You think that food is more important than guns. You don't know what guns to get anyways, but mom takes you shopping all the time. Duh. So obviously we would know. You and Mrs. Beverly run into the grocery store where people are running around everywhere. Beverly heads in the direction of the soup and tells you to get some blankets and other supplies. You head off to the direction. I'm guessing this is like a Walmart because like what grocery stores are just going to have blankets? Um, You head off to the direction in the store where the blankets are held and you grab some warm ones. I don't, why would blankets be cold? Um, You grab matches, blankets, and water bottles. And as you are leaving, you see Mrs. Beverly fighting with another man over some food. Your arms are so full of supplies, so you will have to abandon it to help Mrs. Beverly. What will you do? A, help Mrs. Beverly, or B, take the supplies and run? I feel like the logical one would be to take the supplies and run. But every time we choose the logical one, we die.
0: I want to pick option C, which is scream at Miss Beverly to fucking let whatever she's fighting over go. Like we need to just leave. Right. We don't need it. Like I'm not trying to be her her backup. I'm just trying to have her come with me. Um, uh, I don't know what to do everyone listening probably thinks we're being so dumb right now. Cause I, I just have a feeling we're going to make the wrong choice.
1: Like, it's I, like, I think you're, we can help her and maybe she can help us. Like, cause I'm thinking like we take the supplies and run and we go back to the RV, but then, um, something gets us as we're running because we didn't have someone else looking out for us. Yeah, I, I agree. If we if we help her, we lose the supplies. And I what if she's m- like messing with someone who got infected? I don't know. I don't know. Or because we help her, we're actually missing out on like some zombie action that's outside. So by the time we help her and get outside, they're cleared. I don't know. I really don't know. I think
0: if we're going to follow the themes shown in this story... I think we should help Miss Beverly. Also love that her name is Miss Beverly. What a cute old lady. Um, because like going back to like the first one that we
1: got wrong, like it's like your mother always told you to be kind to yeah, people. I was literally, literally going to quote that. I was like, mother always taught us to be kind. Like, yeah. Okay, we're so, going to help her. Let's help the old broad and hopefully it doesn't
2: backfire. Yeah, I'm...
1: Okay, go to part 14. You decide to help your neighbor. You drop your supplies on the ground and run towards her. You look around for a weapon and suddenly wish you went into the gun store. Oh, we tried and then we died. You look over and spot a big glass jar of pickles. You throw the pickles at Mrs. Beverly's opponent and he falls to the ground. Mrs. Beverly thanks you and you look back and notice all your supplies are gone. You and her head back outside to the RV. You see Mark and notice he's got a few weapons and a bag of medicine from the drugstore. He smiles at you and Mrs. Beverly. You all get into the RV and drive away. You drive around the country for a few months, stopping only to get supplies and gas. Eventually, you reach a full town of other survivors. You are right at home in the town and are accepted to live with them. Mrs. Beverly and Mark raise you to become a survivor. You survive. Good work. Thanks for playing. We made it. Wow.
0: Kindness pays off. Wow. I'm mad. Like, I'm not happy. I feel like this was like, like we cheated to survive. Because also, I'm sorry. What fifth graders like, gotta get a weapon, gotta get a weapon. Here's some pickles. And you're telling me your aim with a full jar yeah. of pickles is gonna
1: knock somebody out? Like, are, what are we? I know. And also, like, I, because there's so many parts to the story, I think either one, we would have survived to be honest, rough. Cause I'm like looking at this, I'm like, there's 22 parts in total and like, we're on part 14 and we survived. So, so ours was like the shorter version. Like we didn't have as many bumps, Mm. but like there's so many other parts of the story that. I think if we chose the logical one and left and went outside, like I would have done, um, I think we would have survived. It it would just been a lot more options and like like a less chance of survival because of how many decisions we had to make. But I think it's safe to say that we will not survive the zombie apocalypse according to this Wattpad story.
0: Yeah,
1: which, you know, is always the...
0: uh... I don't know what I was gonna say. They're like the a pinnacle of figuring out your your strengths and weaknesses.
1: Right. And someone commented because this is this is exactly what happened to us. They said, Yeah, only after I got my brains blown from my head and getting bit by a teacher, I finally survived. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. okay, that's literally what happened to us. Yeah. So it's the writing, guys. It's it's not the players, but I think that was fun. I I appreciated that one. I think if a real apocalypse were to happen, we wouldn't be fifth graders, obviously, because that's way past our time. So, um, I think things would be a little bit easier, but like I said, you guys can check that out on Wattpad. Um, and that's the only adventure that we are doing today. It has been a full podcast of content, but we do miss podcasting. We went on a hiatus again, but we're back and we have a few things planned for this season and we're going to change it up a bit. Jenna, if you want to tell them what we we've planned. Yeah. Fun, fun things coming your way guys. Hopefully if we can follow
0: through no promises. Um, but we are thinking this time around because our main uh, deterrent from trying to get more content for you guys is just the fact that Kayla and I's schedules don't always line up in a way that we would like. They're a little bit better now that she's graduated and I have consistent work, but um, But in an effort to combat that and to still give you guys some content, we are going to start doing something that we're going to call mini pods. Um, I'm sure it's not the first time you've ever heard of a podcaster Mm -hmm. doing that big surprise. But basically, it's just going to be solo, shorter episodes, whether, you know, Kayla or I as your host, just talking about whatever the hell we want to talk to you about. Um, They'll be shorter, you know, just little tidbits here, story times, to be determined, don't know what they are off the top of my head. Um, but like I said, hopefully that gives you guys some more content to listen to, um, rather than just hoping and praying that we're going to push out another, you know, full length episode every week. Cause that that, guys, that's not going to happen. One thing I do want to clarify, um, just for the sake of everybody involved. Um, not promising that the mini pods are going to have a video component if there are those yeah. of you who prefer to watch us on YouTube. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not getting dolled up for you every single time I want to tell you about some hot goss. So you'll just have yeah. to stick with the audio only version for those. But we're trying, we're trying. Meet us Meet us in the middle here.
1: <laughs> and so if you guys enjoyed the pod, um, please follow us on Instagram, which is two broads t-o-o-b-r-o-a-d-s and we are on spotify and apple podcast um and l- watching form i almost said listening that wouldn't make sense i guess watching slash listening on youtube again two broads t-o-o-b-r-o-a-d-s we're gonna close this one out but you know if you guys
0: have any comments questions podcast ideas topics anything you want to tell us Hit us up on those platforms that Kayla just mentioned. We will check them and hopefully address them in a new episode. But for now, good night, good morning, good afternoon, wherever the hell in the world you are. We hope you have a good one and we will see you in the next one. Bye.